Welcome to Unconfuse Me. I'm Bill Gates. We end up with strange things. Like in French, nouns have a gender, even though it doesn't really map back to the fundamental characteristic. It's not an informative uh, <laughs> that so they have a gender. It's so frustrating. <laughs> and, you know, if you speak English, you, the first time you step outside of English to take Chinese, the language that you think you're learning because you know the words, suddenly a hat is a man and the moon is a girl. And you think, why, why? It starts with making a division between things that are flat and round or things that are male and female biologically in some cosmology. But then culture changes, the sounds change, nobody's thinking that way anymore, but you've got these labels that stick to things. And next thing you know, the table is a girl and you can <laughs> handle it. The baby can handle it, the toddler can handle it. By the time you're a teenager, you start to realize your language doesn't make sense, but by then you have too much to do to think about it. And so that's language. Now, that's interesting. I never thought about it in terms of that our computer, our brain is so capable that having these rules that Make you know, no seem very sense. arbitrary, <laughs> it just, you, you can put up with it because your your brain can memorize all that stuff. And, you know, like when I learned English, I didn't know I was learning the subjunctive and that there's strange rules about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just learned it. Then when I learned other languages, I'm like, oh, God, my own language has actually uh, got a lot of irregular cases Weird. that I just, you know, without thinking about it, I I use the subjunctive. And now now that I'm learning French, I'm like, oh, no, there's too many tenses. Oh, just much. Well, I have to use this. <laughs> <laughs> and the neat thing is that once this nonsense stuff settles in, it can become useful. And so, for example, the subjunctive, overemphasizing the hypothetical in that way, it can end up being useful for conveying certain things. If you've got the meaningless gender, it means that you can take your adjective away from the noun and put it over in some other part of the sentence. And you can know that the big and the hammer match because they have the same ending. And when you're learning a language, some people find the pronunciation very hard and others not so much. Why do you think that is? Sometimes I think that some people are less comfortable with broadly imitating other people than others. And I think that part of that is just what sort of person <laughs> you are. Getting an accent is partly opening yourself up to doing a mock version of that person in English of the kind that is increasingly socially unacceptable huh. today, and then using that accent in speaking the, the actual language because there is often some truth in that stereotypical accent. And you just have to imitate. And so if somebody says to you, you know, the, the, the French word for moon, for example, what we want to say is loon. And then the French teacher says, no, 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 c'est lune. And you think to yourself, uh, loon. Did I just so, say that? <laughs> right. But no, you have to imitate that person in a silly accent and say, ha, 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 in. But it is e. And then if you can keep doing it, that's what I've always done. And it's not that I can get an accent perfectly, but you have to mimic. And I think that as we get older, or sometimes just as people, we're less inclined. I've never made that connection. There are people who are very good, like Bono can imitate uh, lots of of people. And so, yeah, he has something that, that uh, he kept 
nurturing that skill, probably from a young age, he was he a little have. bit good at it and people reinforced it. Whereas most of us were so bad, we decided we're not going to try. And, <laughs> and you get uptight as you get older, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you mimic. And as for learning languages, otherwise, the grammar will get you to a certain point. But I always found you only really start to get it if you read a lot in it and hopefully read something that's relatively colloquial and it gets the rhythms into your head. Also interacting and talking with people speaking at normal speed, which is also important. Subscribe to Unconfuse Me wherever you listen to podcasts.